Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, we're back on the on the block. East Strick, Austin Orman here, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com is where we be two to four every day. Monday through Friday, except Saturday and Sunday, you can get us here. But tomorrow is going to be an active day where we're going to do the Big Red Brunch. We're going to be hanging out at Tiburon. Come on out. Every show will be there on tomorrow. There'll be a little bit of golf. There'll be a little bit of speech. There'll be a little bit of conversation and a little bit of networking. Head on out to Tiburon in the Papillion area off of 370 is where uh, that will be going down. But we're one segment away from the crossover, and we're going to talk a little bit of Husker football news. Uh, Husker fall camp is underway. Here's a few headlines that are coming out. Noonan and Betts. Ah, he was my underdog. He was he was the guy I was really looking for to have. Uh, we talked yesterday in the crossover with Jay Foreman. He was one of the guys that I was really thinking would have that bounce back type of season. Now there's injuries between Noonan and Betts. Um, so are you worried at this point with the wide receiver depth, or is there just plenty of guys there that we don't have to really too much worry about that? The Xavier Betts one is a big bummer. It didn't get a lot of mention. We didn't hear much more about it other than he's dealing with an injury of some sort right now. So the hope is that he's ready to go for Minnesota or at the very least after the non-conference portion of the schedule. Uh, maybe by the time you're done with Northern Illinois, Louisiana Tech heading into Michigan week, hopefully at the latest, that's when he's back by. That's a guy whose story is so fascinating. I don't know what my expectations for him were. You see the physical talent. Mm-hmm. If he puts it together with the mental aspect could be a special player, but we just don't know. I didn't want to get my hopes up too high for him just because I don't know what the last 18 months have been like for him. To expect him to come in and contribute from day one seemed like a big ask for me. So to me, anything you got out of Xavier Betts in like the first half of this year was going to be gravy, and then you hope he, you know, starts picking it back up by the end of the year. Sounds like there's still, you know, the potential for that on the table, it's just a little more concerning when you hear Marcus Washington broke his hand, came back to practice, and got nicked up, banged up again a little bit. That's a bit of a bummer. Those are two guys that had a role to play. I mean, Marcus Washington yeah. in the conversation for receiver one, probably with Billy Kemp in there as well. But the wide receiver position strike is one that really since Stanley Morgan, Nebraska hasn't had necessarily that go-to guy. I get it, J.D. Spielman was for a couple of years, but then he left. Wandale Robinson wasn't used as a receiver. Samori Ture, Trey Palmer, 
just for one year. Mm-hmm. To me, Xavier Betts, by coming back, had a chance to reestablish himself as that multi-year guy. Obviously, you can't do that in one year, but to stick with the program for a few years, be that guy. And the depth hasn't been there. There haven't been top-line receivers that you for sure trust out on the field at Nebraska for too long. There's not guys that you can depend on. With the attrition uh, from California and from Florida, that's left a lot of holes on the roster. Guys that you expected to contribute that just aren't with the team, aren't on the roster anymore. So to me, and it sounds like to Matt Rule as well, wide receiver is a big question for this offense. There are guys I think you can get excited about. I think Billy Kemp's going to be a big name. Um, you throw even some of the freshmen in that mix, whether it's a you know Jaden Doss or a Jalen Lloyd that mm. were brought up by Matt Rule today. There are names there, um, some young names, but no one that you feel great about contributing, making a consistent difference in year one, which I think hurts Jeff Sims, right? If you want to take some pressure off his shoulders, give him guys he trusts, who does he have with two of his top guys out? I mean, it's Billy Kemp right now is the receiving core. Yeah, I, I, I think also it's going to be an important part for the running game as well as I think that uh, Ramir Johnson is going to reemerge. Mm. Now that uh, depending on what happens with bets, I think for me, Ramir Johnson might be one to keep an eye on because of the fact that with Sims's legs, big arm, um, those drop-offs, mm-hmm. to have comfort of knowing that someone is in that space and in that place that can make things happen, make make defenders miss in open in open field, um, shifty, uh, mm-hmm. can run great drag routes, good jet routes, um, find the openings with you know in in between the linebackers and you know just somebody mm-hmm. who can also protect. I think that's going to be an important piece as well at the running back position. I do too. Ramir Johnson, we'll see how they use him because I think that's a guy that we heard could split out wide into the slot. That's how they thought they were going to use him last year. We never saw any of that. Um, Nebraska seems like it has a couple really good options at running back with uh, Anthony Grant, Gabe Irvin, and then Ramir Johnson. Those are three guys that have proven they can run the ball at a Big Ten level. So if you're relying on that one-two punch of Irvin and Grant – and then you have Ramir Johnson to throw out as an extra body at wide receiver. Um, I don't love that idea because I think Billy Kemp's better suited for the slot. Mm-hmm. I think that's a place he can thrive. I don't want him you know, to be pushed out of his position out wide. I'm sure he can do it. He's been around college football. I'm sure he'd find a way to make it work. But if you can guarantee that you're good in the slot with Billy Kemp, use that four-game rule on the young guys, right? They might not have a perfect grasp of the playbook. It might come back to bite you. But get these guys on the field. See what they can give you, especially if speed kills. That's been the trait we've heard emphasized the most with this receiving core and this group of recruits is speed. If you got fast guys, put them on the field. See what they can do. Mm-hmm. Just just run past guys. See if that leads to anything. Or or you stretch the field a little bit yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really interested to look at the tight end position as well. But uh, that's that's not part of the topic. But that's something. That we can we help get into out. it, yeah. Uh, we, 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 we don't have to today because I really want to get to this episode. Or not unless you want to say, talk about it. I was going to say Noonan, too, real quick. Yeah, so oh, go ahead. Break him. down Noonan. Unfortunate, not something you want to see. If he saw the field, though, I think it would have been in that rotational, let's just get young guys on the field type of role. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have been expected to play a huge part. We heard his name over the spring and summer as a guy that impressed. 
but we know how tough it is to be a freshman in the trenches in power conference football. If Maverick Noonan was playing a big role for this team, either he was that dude better than we expected or something went terribly wrong. wrong. Which you don't want. (laughs) Exactly. So we wish the young man the best in his recovery, but it seemed like this was going to be a a redshirt year anyways. Okay. Well, listen, something is kind of sparked in the YouTube space. Um, Episode one popped off for a look in. Emphasis on the in. Um, Nebraska has started a series where you're giving you some internal looks on things that are going on in Nebraska football. It's one of the – I don't remember or recall seeing anything at this level. But I I will say that I don't know anybody that is giving you this kind of inside access Mm -hmm. outside of what Colorado is doing. And I think what Colorado has done, you're going to see more – of this type of stuff happening because it gives exposure to recruits to be able to see more of what it's going to be like when I show up, if I decide to show up on campus, what does it look like? How does it feel? What is the staff like? How do they coach their specific areas? Maybe that's my area this week or next week in an episode, so forth and so on. But I think it's interesting, but I ask you, is it a good idea? I think it's a fantastic idea. Recruits, I think, is who this is for. Yeah, it's maybe a little fancy. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at service as well but I really think you're on to something by saying it's for the recruits who aren't listening to you and me who aren't reading the beat writers and their reporters they're watching the team social media they're talking to their connections on the coaching staff inside the team so if the team is putting that out the team has control of the message they're finding they don't need to rely on the newspapers or on TV mm-hmm. to get their message out there so to be able to have a staff that can you know film this much put it all together, turn around, you know, a 25, 30 minute episode of what goes on, I think is great exposure for recruits. And also what I liked about the first episode was it featured the players early and late, but in the middle strike, I think it really went with what Matt rule has been emphasizing with the big staff, the family environment, and the culture, because you heard from the nutritioning staff, you heard from some of the player development and support type of people. And I think that's important to, emphasize in some of these, maybe not all of them, but some of them, because it gives a voice to people that play a big role in the program who we might not know, make them feel appreciated, get what they do out there, get those recruits comfortable with them. Like, hey, these players on the team right now, trust them. Here's the good work they're doing. They're normal people too. Listen to them. They're fun. They're here to help you along. Just another aspect of emphasizing that kind of family culture and opening the door to recruits a little more. Crack mm-hmm. it open just a little further, a little more of a peek inside, I think goes a long way. I think those peaks are important because it's different. It's it's unique. Um, obviously, social media and the connections that you have to them in that way now, you want to be on top of it. And I think that's this is – I think it can be a tremendous asset for – Uh, the Huskers, especially having the resources to do so. One last thing before we get up out of here for the crossover. Um, 
Austin, do you think this is a year to where you want to you really want to get an eye on some of the young players? We talked about Noonan, his injuries, probably not being an impact person, especially in the trenches at the either at the line position, uh, offensive mm-hmm. line or at the defensive line. It's just really tough for someone unless you're just like an Indomitian Sue type where you're just that dominant, or Aaron Donald type where you're just that dog, that that guy, Jalen Carter type, you know what I mean? Right. Where there is a freshman, you're like, wait a minute, you know, they're, they're, we got to get this kid on the field. I don't care what's going on. Just let him run. Let him fill gaps, you know what I mean? Right. He may not know all the schemes, but let him just get in a gap somewhere because he's that good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when, you, when, you, when you consider that, now let's look into the fact that is this a year for Nebraska to play young guys? maybe to be more seasoned, to go with a little veteran leadership, old guys, or just whoever, however, and from week to week. I think it's an interesting spot for the staff to be in because there's 10 seniors on the roster, so there's not a lot of old guys to play. So you'll see the vast majority, if not all of them, as long as they're healthy. So I think you will see enough young guys, but I think more than anything, this is a year to play the culture guys. Hmm. Whoever is bought into this staff and what it's selling, even if they're not the most physically talented, to me, if they're bought into the culture and they're setting the example that the coaches want to set, to a point, right? I'm not saying, you know, just play the walk-ons because they're walk-ons, but your most talented athletes that are the most bought into the culture, to me, that's the measuring stick this year. I think it's important to prioritize that sort of development, kind of like we saw with the suspensions, right? This is the expectation. This is how you compete in practice. This is how you prepare for game day. This is how you handle business on game day. The guys that are going to set that example, regardless of their class, that to me falls in line with what they're doing with the expectations off the field in spring ball and like we saw throughout summer camp and yeah. even you know setting the tone in the fall. So if it's an old guy, great. He's earned it. He's adjusted. He's bought in. Put him on the field. He can set an example. If it's a young guy, cool. We like you, okay? You're doing what's expected of you. We're going to reward you for that. We're not going to play a junior over a freshman just because this guy's a junior. Whoever this coaching staff trusts more, in year one especially, I think it's okay to say we can go with that. We can go with a guy we trust because what's the mantra? Get old, stay old. You're not going to be old this year. Plain and simple, you're not. So if you can bring the young guys, younger guys that are brought into your culture along at a fast enough rate, not rushing them, not speeding them through it, not putting them on the field because you have no one else to do, but still not getting their souls crushed, not taking the, the enjoyment of football, the enjoyment of the grind and getting better out of them. If you can put them in spots to have relative success, to give them a taste, to keep them, you know, to some degree happy and placated in this transfer portal era, but show them they have stuff to work on and that you're willing to develop them over the course of three, four years. I think that's a route Nebraska should be looking to go. <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Let's just take a quick rundown real quick and, and just get your 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 thoughts or is this something that's maybe out of place or is there something we need to wait on to be filled as far as uh, position-wise? Let's look at the offensive line. We're looking at left tackle probably right now on the depth chart. These are probably leaders on the depth chart. You got Corcoran at the guard position on the left side, Piper, center Scott, 
uh, right guard Latovsky, mm-hmm. and then you go with Ben Hart. Now, Ben Hart struggled a little bit on that right side last year. Could he have gotten better? We hope so. It needs to be a position that's been better. Prohaska, obviously, still isn't in, in, in full strength there. That's where you're looking at there. Sims Sims leads the quarterback. You got Harburg second, Purdy after that, and Longvall. Um, and then at the running back position, you've, you've got um, – Either Johnson or Grant, That's you can decide on how that's going to be, maybe game planning. Irvin um, to follow, then um, Johnson, the other uh, E. Johnson. Emmett Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm. after that. And then Tre, uh, Trevin Lubin. And then um, at the DB position, uh, this is probably no order on this one, but just throw it out there. You know, Gifford, you're probably looking at Gifford, Singleton, Samford, Newsom. Sanford's interesting. Tell me. Uh, former walk-on from out west who has tested off the charts athletically. You've seen him a lot on special teams. Played some snaps here and there on defense. That's a guy I wonder if he's a, a culture type guy. Okay. there. So that could be speaking to what you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, then that second group, you've got um, Lynam, Nation, Nation, and uh, Sincere. Um, at the kick return position, you're probably looking at E. Johnson, Kemp, nation and then igc so any any of that throws you off other than uh the sanford situation or is you pretty comfortable with that yeah it makes sense kick returner is still a competition to watch that's an area nebraska needs to get more out of definitely it feels like it's been forever since we've seen a you know kickoff return for a touchdown not that it's about that but even can you get to the third field position 35 something like that flip the field by you know 10 15 yards yeah we haven't seen that from Nebraska. So whoever it is back there needs to be someone that I think you want to see feature in a bigger role other places, right? You're not going to put your starting running backs and receivers back there. It's going to be a guy that you think has some ball skills, but maybe isn't getting the touches on offense or even a DB that might not see the field as much on defense because Quentin Newsom and Malcolm Hartzog are doing their job. But once they get the ball in their hands, they're electric. It's a little thing that can go a long way. There it is. Uh, coming up next, we're going to go and cross it over with old school. Uh, usually Jay Foreman steps in here in the building and just sets the thing off. Again, be on the lookout, man, for for 93.7, uh, the ticket after dark. I mean, I, <laughs> listen, the conversations that go on in here uh, off air are absolutely hilarious. And it, I wish we could always give it to you, but we can't give it to you as raw as we would with the fact that (laughs) we don't have to dump anything. There's no dumping when we're off air. So we'll come back with Old School right after this. 93.7 The Ticket at TicketFM.com on the block. We'll be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 